Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the It's Time Y'all podcast with your host, me, Christine. In this episode, I'll be deep diving into friendship breakups, all the things I've learned, or at least the main thing that I've learned from each friendship breakup that I've had. Before we jump into all that, let's do some updates, fun little updates. Honestly, the first one that I have for you isn't too fun or little. I don't want to touch on this for too long just because I know not everyone or honestly a lot of people, everyone's kind of sick of talking about it, but the pandemic. I don't know if y'all watch Jackie Aina on YouTube, but I was watching one of her videos and she called the pandemic a panorama, a panorama. And uh, I just, I had to laugh. I don't think it's insensitive. It's just not constantly having to say pandemic. I don't know. Maybe it's insensitive to y'all. I found her calling it a panorama pretty funny. Anyways, the point being here, does anyone else feel this way? Does anyone else feel like they're in a weird limbo with the current world where I live? It feels like everyone's on a different page. And you are constantly wanting to be sensitive to others and their views and what they believe in this and that and the other. There are literally some people here that still are very like extremely cautious to leave their homes. Extremely. There are some people here that don't want to wear a mask. There are some people here that are comfortable going to this place, that place, the other. Some people are comfortable seeing X amount of people. Some people don't want to see anyone at all. Some people throw themselves at a crowd. You get everyone where I live, and it's extremely frustrating at times. Personally, I see two main friends. They've been the main friends that I've seen for this whole time, basically. Some people still think that's like not safe and not um, smart to do. And I always, always, always want to respect the views of other people. And I also want to respect all the people struggling in the world. But I also want to respect myself and the fact that at least I feel like what I'm doing is safe. I feel like I keep my core small. And I'm not trying to and I'm not trying to figure out what's right or wrong. I just want to not be in this limbo anymore. I don't know. On a much lighter note, still connected to the current times. I don't know about y'all, but do you kind of feel like right now is an awkward temperature for fashion? Let me explain. Where I live, it kind of wobbles between 12 to 20 degrees Celsius. I believe that's 53 to 68 degrees Fahrenheit. For me, those temperatures are weird in the sense that it's not cold enough for me to want to bundle up, you know, turtleneck, jacket, jeans, boots. But it's also not shorts and tank top weather for me. For others, it's completely shorts and a tank top weather. I'm just not built that way. I personally love a good 30 to 35 degrees Celsius for shorts and tank top weather. So as I'm putting together outfits, say when I hang out with my friends, something that's been really fun to implement is trying with my outfits and really just going for it. It's a fun little aspect of my day. Point being is I was looking at my closet, thinking of all these outfits, and I was either creating outfits for really hot weather or as if I was going to go bundled up in fall weather. I'm really struggling with putting together nice outfits because I want to wear like t-shirt jeans but I'm also really not a t-shirt and jeans type of gal. I want like a long sleeve and jeans or if not that I want to wear like 
t-shirt and shorts, you know, but it's not hot enough for that for me at least. So as of right now, my go-to fit or I guess my comfortable temperature fit has been leggings. I'm never a leggings girl as well. Sometimes jeans as well, a t-shirt and then like a button-up shirt. Not not a shacket, but a button-up shirt, you know, one that you can get from your dad's closet type vibe, a button-up shirt that's kind of like business casual type vibe with a pair of sneakers. Outfits just 100% haven't been flowing and that's okay. It's literally not an issue at all. I just am like, does anyone else feel awkward when they're looking at their closet, putting together outfits and they're like, oh, it's not hot enough for that. It's also not cold enough for that. Anyone else? Anyone else. Speaking of other people, let's get hyped. Let's get into this episode. I've had a good four instances, instances where friends or a group of friends have been dropped. I've chosen to, you know, snip snip them out of my life. Things to note about me, I think it's really important to note because it kind of, the reason I am the way I am makes sense for how, for what I've learned through these experiences. First off, I'm fairly straightforward. I like getting straight to the point. I don't care if you hurt my feelings, you know, Recently, I've been thinking more about if I potentially could hurt other people's feelings. So I'm trying to be a little bit more considerate on that end. But if people are talking to me, communicating with me, I like them to be straightforward, straight to the point, direct. That's what I prefer. That's what I like to hear. I also like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I think the benefit of the doubt is really a powerful, powerful thing. And not a lot of people utilize it enough. We always want to jump to conclusions. We always want to assume that because of this, 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 that means this, this, this. But in my opinion, life's a lot easier if someone tells you they've done this, this, this to believe that they've done this, this, this. I also think I'm a pretty patient person. So with giving people the benefit of the doubt, I'm just stuttering all over the, the... Oh my goodness, I'm stuttering all over the place today. Sorry about that, y'all. With giving people the benefit of the doubt, I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt for a fairly long extended period of time, and I'm comfortable with doing that. Now, I try to be as considerate in tough situations, sensitive situations especially. That's where I think I'm probably my most considerate is when things are not going too smooth while balancing my own emotions and feelings as they stand alone without considering others or outside circumstances. I like to keep that balance. I think it's a really important balance to learn how to do. Of course, I'm not perfect. And you know, sometimes I'm not as considerate. Sometimes I'm not as considerate of myself. Another side note, I'm not going to be touching on friendships that just fade out. Ones where you just part away, there's not really any hard feelings. Honestly, there's probably like a lack of emotion, a lack of feeling overall, and you just fade away. Nothing wild happens. I'm not going to be touching on those because usually nothing really happens in those, as I've said, and we want to get to the juice. We want to hear the life lessons. We want to hear the overarching realizations why we go through these tough times in the first place. Alrighty, let's jump in with my first little instance. The first time I've ever had a friendship breakup. Wow. Sometimes you're the bad guy in the situation. I was the bad guy in the situation. Sometimes you're going to be the one in the wrong. And in this situation, I was 100% in the wrong. I was completely unaware of my behavior. I was simply 
Not say I was very, very mean. This was back in the fourth grade. I was truly a B-I-T-C-H to the uh, friends that I had back then. And um, yeah, they, they decided to drop me. I was the one being dropped. At the end of the day, I had the opportunity to change, to adjust who I was. And although it sucked, although I was sad, I was basically alone for a good... I I don't know. In my head, it felt like half the school year. So like, what is that? Ten, five months? Honestly, it was probably about five months. Now, now I think about it. I don't know why I thought half the school year was six months. No. It sucked. For five months or so, I was hanging out alone by myself. So ultimately, a girl had to be dropped um, to finally see the faults in how I was treating people. This is my first friendship breakup uh, with a person one-on-one. And it's funny because we actually didn't like each other for like multiple years. I think we just didn't like each other. Started our friendship in about the fifth grade or so. Prior to that, we just didn't like each other. I guess we were just young and dumb. It doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. But we grew super close between like fifth and sixth grade. We were super close. She was the first friend that we talked so openly about deep things. Like we got deep for, you know, what is that, 11, 12-year-olds? We talked about, oh my goodness, like everything under the sun I feel like we talked about. Obviously, we talked about boys. We talked about what is, like, I can't even remember, self-image. We talked about confidence. We talked about our own personal struggles. We talked about family. Point being, we got deep and she was my first friend that I could ever get deep with. This is a situation where I had to really learn the fact that we were young and growing and learning and this friend definitely had their own struggles and in respect for them I won't talk about the possible whys like why they acted this way why they treated me this way more of what they did how they treated me and more external reasons as to why they could have chosen to treat me that way we were really close fifth and sixth grade seventh was when things got shaky they were growing they were learning they were trying to figure out life right and I was just doing me being me right I think one major thing was societal pressure a lot of pressure at that age we're so a lot of people are so heavily influenced by the people around them what they saw online I think that was a major tumblr I think everyone was into tumblr back then and achieving those Tumblr standards, whether that pertains romantically, friendship-wise, your body, whatever it is. Tumblr was definitely a major influential source for that. But I think even disregarding Tumblr, people around us were just growing. Oh no, y'all, I just got it twisted. Correction, correction. Fifth grade is when we got super duper close. Sixth grade is when we started having our troubles, our issues, alrighty? So there's no middle school where I live. So when we were in sixth grade, we still had a grade above us. And I think this person was heavily, not pressured, but they just felt the, the societal pressure to be someone or to do certain things or to look a certain way. Alongside anything else that they may have been dealing with at the time, this person ultimately chose to just ignore me. I definitely questioned the friendship for a while because it was a slow process. Slowly, they would start distancing themselves. They would start hanging out with different people. It was low-key like they didn't want to be seen with me. 
I don't know if that one's really a fact, but the first two, for sure, hanging out with different people, ignored me. Those are, those are facts, you know? I gave them the benefit of the doubt for a while. For a while, I was just like, okay, like, maybe they're just in a mood today. Maybe tomorrow they'll, they'll like, snap back out of it, whatever, whatever. And I remember a moment. I remember exactly where we were standing. I don't remember, like, what we were talking about, what the buildup was to this. But it was a moment where it solidified in my mind that they didn't see me the way I saw them. It solidified the fact that they more or less didn't really care about our friendship anymore, didn't want me in their life anymore. And once I realized that, I, I had to figure out how to stay okay. I decided that I needed to keep my distance, especially. Because, you know, although I do care about a person and... Don't get me wrong, throughout this entire time, I still cared about this person. Once I realized, oh, yep, they're ignoring me. Once I realized, yep, they don't really want me to be, like, by their side in their life, whatever. Yes, I was trying to keep a healthy amount of distance between us, but I also never lost the care for this person. Like, if ever one day they cared to talk, like, yeah, I would talk to them. But I also had to keep in mind myself and developing other friendships beside that one. We became besties within the span of a year. We talked every day at school. We'd talk once we got home on the phone. Like, it was a constant, constant thing. I remember, oh my goodness, our school does these annual field trips to, like, to the amusement park. And I remember we were literally up to, like, 12 a.m. on the phone just figuring out our outfits. 12 a.m. We're what? 12, 13 years old? 12 a.m. discussing what we're going to wear. Like, ridiculous, right? But, like friendship. (laughs) For me, as long as I was constantly checking in with myself and prioritizing how I felt with that person, I was okay with it. That is how I stayed okay. I always cared for this person. I was always there for this person if anything went wrong with the friends that she was (laughs) dabbling with. But at the same time, cautiously kept my distance, not, not holding on to this person as tightly as I once did and allowing space for myself to grow with other people. You may ask, how did I not resent this person? And the simple answer is perspective. People are learning, people are growing. And to this day, I use that answer, that point of view, a lot of times. People are still growing, people are still learning, people are still figuring it out. And I can't resent people for that. I can't get mad at people for just evolving. And I have to maintain a healthy amount of space where I am still involved in their lives, but we don't hang out every day or we don't see each other every day or we don't talk every day. And I think a lot of us know that everyone around us is growing and learning, but we don't actually accept it. Like that's where the resentment still lingers is when people don't actually accept it and take a second to realize it's not a faraway dream. It's actually something that's happening to us in our lives And it's really sad and it sucks. It really does suck. But you just got to make a decision whether you want that person in your life or not. I made a decision that I still wanted them in my life. And after that, making a decision on whether you still care about that person or not. And I chose to still care about that person. You could choose to let them go immediately. You can choose to hold on. You can choose to still care for that person. You could choose to not care for that person. It's all circumstantial and that's okay in my opinion. After about a year, probably a little less, but just for time frame, after a solid amount of time, me and this friend had a moment. Once again, I vividly remember we were sitting on this bench and she basically just said, 
she was sorry for how she treated me and how she appreciated me standing by her side. Why am I getting emotional? I literally started tearing up. <laughs> what the heck? Trust me, I'm like completely over this, but like, whoa. I think it's just it just goes to show that people, sometimes people don't try to be mean. Sometimes people's actions aren't actually how they feel on the inside. And that's something really important to keep in mind, not just dealing with friendships, but dealing with anyone. I think a lot of the time that happens with family. So we talked it out. And to be honest, in the moment, I never expected that. Like, I never expected a sorry from someone. I just, once again, like, I chose, regardless of the situation, for me, that I still care about this person and I still want to, and I still want to keep this person in my life. So them saying sorry really didn't change anything because I still valued them. Like, I didn't, my view on them never changed. Of course, I 100% appreciated it. I think it was a really good moment for me to have knowing that people that really do care will apologize and will sit down with you and will value and will see your value eventually. And that's really special. That's really nice to know. Not everyone, but there are some special people out there that will care about you in that way. You might be like, oh my goodness, this is a happy, beautiful ending. No. Once we got into high school, high school where I live is eighth grade, we technically faded out, and I know I'm not, I wasn't going to talk about friendships that fade out, but I think that all the happenings prior to the fade out was really monumental and great learning lessons for my life and for me dealing with future friends. And there was no bad blood. There was no bad blood at all. Our lockers were on completely different places in the school. We didn't have any classes together, meaning we definitely saw different people and we just didn't keep in touch anymore, especially in the eighth grade. So much is going on. You can only really keep up so much, maintain so much. And I don't resent this person. I don't. There's no bad blood. It's just we faded away. And that's just that. An important thing that it showed me was that if I love you, it doesn't matter how you're growing, how you're doing. It doesn't matter what you're choosing to do to me, how you're choosing to act around me. It's something that I solidified in myself that if I love you, I'm going to choose to love you. It doesn't matter what hurdles we go through. I will stand by your side if you truly do matter to me. And that's something about myself that I really like and I really appreciate because I think it shows discernment in not wanting to be walked all over. I'm not just going to love someone. I'm not just going to stand by someone just because I don't want them to be alone. I'm not going to do that just because I feel bad for them. No, I want to be able to make the people in my life special and to discern them from others. And with that, be able to stand by people. It doesn't matter how long. It doesn't matter what it takes. Like, I will stand by you. And I like that about myself. <laughs> Anyways, the next friendship breakup was a group. And this happened over a few years. This wasn't at school, to note. And I would see them about one to max two times a week. I simply just peaced out. No explanation. I do not remember our final goodbye. I don't remember the last time I hung out with these people. I slowly backed away. And this was once again another situation where people are just finding themselves. I was probably about 13 to 15 or maybe even like 14 to 16 where this situation spanned out. But once again, people are learning and people are growing. And I think with this, no one needs to be in the right or wrong for you to separate yourself from people. Like permanent, not permanently, but to cut people off. No one really needs to do something like big or major 
to for you to say peace out it was a good run but it's not for me anymore when you realize that these aren't your people especially in a group of people it is okay to back away for me especially sorry but i gave it like a good three years of me going in and out of questioning of me feeling uneasy with the friendships with the environment that i was in of course there were some good great memorable moments mixed into there sitting here right now i don't really remember them but i know that they are there and i'm grateful for them and I'm thankful for them. It wasn't all bad. It wasn't like, oh, I was miserable throughout this span of time. No, there were great moments. These people made me laugh, made me smile, made me learn, helped me grow. Let's not disregard anything. I will give credit to them. But after all that, these people just weren't my people. I would feel exhausted and not in a good way after hanging out. I'd feel horrible after. There were some days where I'd literally come home and I'd actually be sad. Like, I'd want to cry because I'm just like, oh, like, why did I even hang out with these people? Like, I, di I got no energy from it. I don't feel any in any way, shape or form enhanced. I feel I feel sad. And for me, I'm not here to hold on to something that feels like it's creating friction in my life. Life is so complicated, y'all. If there is a little friction, not a little friction, if there is friction that's starting to be created, not only in relationships, I want to evacuate from the situation fairly quickly. If there's any friction, I want to fix that. I want to unfrictionify, <laughs> unfrictionify, unfrictionify the situation. Very similar to the previous instance. People were just growing. People were learning. People wanted to hang out with different people. People started to... I don't want to say, yeah, honestly, low key, I feel like they just ignored me or just didn't want to be around me. People didn't want to be around me because I think for me, honestly, throughout my whole life, I've really maintained this state of I really don't care about like what's popping, what's popular, what's the new thing, who's the new kid. Like I don't shift like that. I don't move like that. If you're my friend, I stick with you. If there's a popular kid over there, I honestly couldn't care less about that popular kid unless we become friends. Like so many people, especially throughout this time, the 12 to 16, 15 year old period, everyone just wants to be in the it, in the it environment, the it group with the it clothes, with the it friends, with the, you know, like, and I totally understand that. I understand the pressures that the people around me, my friends at the time felt. It's not that anyone did anything wrong. It was just them growing and maturing and trying to figure out where they fit in and where they fit in comfortably. And once again, as someone who doesn't shift that way, who like literally couldn't care less about the new pop and person, the new pop and thing, the pop and crowd, as long as I have my crowd, like that's fine. Like I love that. As someone who doesn't move that way, it sucked in the time, but like, hey, right now, I think a lot of people are fading out of that phase or you know some people are still in it which is totally okay a lot of people are phasing out of it and realizing the importance of having close-knit friends and having a core group and not caring about literally anyone else <laughs> except the people that they care about Alrighty, lastly combines all that's been discussed basically but with the main point being when the little things build up there was one instance within the friendship, earlier in the friendship, where, um, you know, a bit of friction was created. But after a bit of time with some communication, we were all good. So I continued with the friendship 110%, gave it time, you know, just thought 
rough patch, you know? Not all friendships are just smooth sailing and a lot of them have rougher patches and I just thought, rough patch, alrighty, we're fine. But no, there was another situation that evolved a little bit later, probably, probably more than a year later, honestly. And this lesson taught me to value what you value. It's so easy to think that, you know, I'm so dumb for how we are, for what you want, what you want to do. It's the little things that are important to us, but they're not necessarily important to other people. This friend and I discussed doing something, going somewhere, an activity, you could say. But she had to tell me when I could sign up for it. This is something everyone knew. I'm talking about other people in the friend group as well. Um, I wanted to go to this even when other people in the friend group were unsure if, whether or not they wanted to go or not. Y'all, I made it known, known that I wanted to go to this. This was important to me. <laughs> Funny enough, even important to my mom. I did say to this person, like, hey, like, I, I'd appreciate if you would tell me. And basically, this person didn't tell me when to sign up. They didn't tell me any information. I had to find out from others that it was too late to do anything about it, aka I couldn't go to this thing. And I was left in shock, simply just amazed at this because yes, I understood and I acknowledged that everyone at that time was very busy and stressed and focused on themselves. But y'all, I made it so known. I made it so, so known that this was important and I wanted to go to this. And second, they just had to tell me to sign up. They didn't have to do anything else after that. They just had to tell me, hey, signups are open or, you know, hey, check out the website, like something like that. It wasn't like they had to carve out an hour of their day to help me do something. I think about this all the time and I think about why this was so important to me and how this can be seen as dumb. Like this thing that's important to me is dumb and it's a small thing, whatever, whatever. But if it's something that matters to you, don't devalue that. I think we as people want to adjust just to avoid tension, even if it causes tension within us. And it can be intimidating to speak up, especially if you're questioning or trying to justify yourself that it isn't that big of a deal. Know that big or small, the people that love you, that care about you, that care about your friendship will hear you out and hopefully be open to adjust. Something that evolved was my statement with, if I love you, it doesn't matter what you do. I further, I further so learned, but also don't come at me thinking I won't just drop you. I feel like I got some pretty high standards and I feel like I'm also like a pretty weird person. So like the friends around me just like get me and I don't want to be around people that are draining or that don't put a battery in my back or that I feel exhausted after, I feel sad after, I feel horrible after. With this friendship, I just got to a point where I had enough. Probably the first year of the friendship was really good, and then time after that, there would just be little things that started building up, and I would just note them down. Because in perspective, like it wasn't like a, a, I was devaluing my morals or my standards. It was just, it was a small thing that could pass. But when you let a lot of those things just pass, and then all of a sudden, more of a major thing to you happens, I really just had enough. I simply had enough. I definitely gave this friendship time because this person was so, so important to me in my life. But I reached a point emotionally, per like on my own, regardless of what they had to say, where I just had to let this friendship go. 
after about two to four months of not talking, she reached out and we got some, like, went to a cafe to talk things through. And boy, did we talk a lot of things through. We realized a lot of the things that I would do was simply just miscommunicated by on her end. And a lot was just not communicated, period, from her end to me, which kind of sucks because if communication was there, if they just asked me for a clarification once or twice or five times, or if they just communicated to me how they felt in the moment, then I feel like this could have been avoided. But, you know, what can you do? It's life. Alongside learning the value in valuing your wants and what you want and not thinking, oh, this is dumb, like, oh, this is dumb. But if it's really causing tension within you, you know, speak up, value your value your wants. Something I want to keep in mind moving forward is, as I've said, I'm straightforward. I'm direct. When I talk to people, at least that's how I like to roll. And for some people, that can be very intimidating. That can be a lot, a little overbearing. And this friend was definitely a bit more timid in general. And so in the future, if I do become friends with someone more timid, someone not as direct, I want to encourage communication. Even a simple reminder, not forcefully, not like, you can talk to me always, not like that. Even a simple reminder of like, hey, if I do or say anything that bothers you, let me know. And I could even say it in like a funny, upbeat way. I want to gently and naturally maintain and welcome an environment of being open in hopes to make the more timid friend more comfortable with speaking up instead of keeping stuff in. I also want to touch on if you are the more timid friend that doesn't want to speak up if something big or small is bothering you, I highly, highly encourage you. I encourage you greatly. Please speak up. Please let your friends know because a lot of the time they could just be unaware miscommunication could evolve and you could have just misunderstood the other person's actions or words and so clarify that stuff it i feel like in the grander scheme of things it is so much better to clarify that stuff and if you're scared if you're scared in the sense that like the person will get mad at you listen the people that matter will make you know that you matter no matter what no matter if it's a little petty thing or a major thing that's been eating at you they will listen and absorb and if they flip out on you you should find better better that actually take your opinion and want your full presence and the 100% version of you and if you're like but then I won't have any friends trust me I've had a period of time where I didn't have friends at school and it sucked it really did but in retrospect it was fine it wasn't great it was fine. I survived and it's not impossible to go through. Grounding all these instances into things that I try to implement moving forward in life, a healthy goal, I think a really good mindset to have is to always keep the door open. Sometimes it's just now and now not being the time for your friendship. Depending on how tough your friendship breakup was, although you may find it tough to think that maybe right now is just not the time for your friendship and maybe later on in the future you might rekindle a spark, keep that door open. Make sure that if that opportunity presents itself, think about that person as another human being and keep an open mind about possible friendship. Another thing is heal at your own rate. Friendship breakups aren't always sad. A lot of the time for me, I was more mad. And that anger I suggest you try to let go of. 
I definitely checked out mentally in probably all of these friendships prior to the actual friendship breakup. I think I do board myself up the moment I feel a little bit of tension or if I feel like someone's drifting away from me. To honestly save myself, to guard myself so I don't feel as hurt if something does happen, if a breakup does happen, it's not the best thing. Because I feel like I 110% admire the people that give 110% their all until the very end of the friendship or relationship. Practically, I aim to get to a place where I can wave at them in public where I feel comfortable, willing, wanting to wave at them in public. And if they don't reciprocate, they don't wave back, not have that emotionally affect me. I want to get to a place where I know I'm okay. And if they're not at that place yet, if they don't want to see me, they don't want to talk to me, respect that and be okay with that and not have that be a reflection of who I am, just a reflection of where they are in their life right now. I think another good place to find is you hope the best for all of them. And I'm thankful to say that I'm thankful for all of them. I cherish all the good moments. Like I can still reflect back on really good times and not be like, oh, like that's really sad. I'm just kind of like I take it as a good memory and that alone and not think of the full story. I can remove those good memories and hold on to those. And I hope for the best for all of them. Like, I hope they're all thriving, truly. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Let's create community. You can follow the Instagram at It's Time Y'all Podcast. Or if you would like a visual, visual, I'm on YouTube at youtube.com slash It's Time Y'all. Follow, subscribe to the podcast. And if you have feedback or comments that you want to tell me, my podcast is not on Apple Podcasts yet. So you can't really comment or give feedback or review the podcast quite yet. But if you do want to give me some feedback, comment on something, give it to me straight. Direct message me on Instagram at It's Time Y'all Podcast. I appreciate y'all being here. Thanks for living with me right here, right now. And I will be back with a new episode next week. Sayonara, y'all.